Good afternoon. Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. Thanks for joining us. This afternoon's episode is titled, Gather My Saints Together Unto Me. It shall be focused on a study of Psalms chapter 15. Before we go any further, we'll begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, as the scriptures teach us, saying, Gather my sins unto thee, those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. We thank thee for the unconditional covenant of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, Lord, through which we find salvation. Lord, you didn't say if we do this, then we'll be saved. No, Father. You saved us unconditionally. We didn't even have to do anything. Just simply by accepting you as our personal Savior, we find mercy. So we thank thee, Lord, for that love that you've given us. And we pray, Father, may we not take it for granted, but realize the mercies that you've shed abroad in our hearts through the Holy Spirit. Speak to us for the remainder of this episode. In the name of thy Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next... We shall listen to Psalms chapter 50. Psalm 50, a psalm of Asaph. The mighty God, even the Lord, hath spoken and called the earth from the rising of the sun unto the going down thereof. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God hath shined. Our God shall come and shall not keep silence. A fire shall devour before him, and it shall be very tempestuous round about him. He shall call to the heavens from above and to the earth, that he may judge his people. Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. And the heavens shall declare his righteousness, for God is judge himself. Selah. Hear, O my people, and I will speak. O Israel, and I will testify against thee. I am God, even thy God. I will not reprove thee for thy sacrifices or thy burnt offerings, to have been continually before me. I will take no bullock out of thy house, nor he-goats out of thy folds. For every beast of the forest is mine, and the cattle upon a thousand hills. I know all the fowls of the mountains, and the wild beasts of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell thee, for the world is mine, and the fullness thereof. Will I eat the flesh of bulls, or drink the blood of goats? Offer unto God thanksgiving, and pay thy vows unto the Most High, and call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. But unto the wicked God saith, What hast thou to do to declare my statutes, or that thou shouldest take my covenant in thy mouth? Seeing thou hatest instruction, and castest my words behind thee. When thou sawest a thief, then thou consentest with him, and hast been partaker with adulterers. Thou givest thy mouth to evil, and thy tongue frameth deceit. Thou sittest and speakest against thy brother. Thou slanderest thine own mother's son. These things hast thou done, and I kept silence. Thou thoughtest that I was altogether such an one as thyself. But I will reprove thee, and set them in order before thine eyes. Now consider this. Ye that forget God, lest I tear you in pieces, and there be none to deliver. Whoso offereth praise glorifieth me. And to him that ordereth his conversation aright, will I show the salvation of God. Up next, 
we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled, Modern Events Are Made Clear by Prophecy. This was preached in 1965 on December the 6th. We'll begin at paragraph 233 up to paragraph 288. I trust you'll find it to be a blessing. Jesus, when he come, he was to be a prophet. Amen. That's right. And the day before Jesus comes again, the full manifestation of the person of Jesus Christ is to be manifested in flesh. Amen. Think of it. Jesus said, as it was in the days of Sodom, so shall it be at the coming of the Son of Man, when the Son of Man is being revealed. Amen. What is revealed? Unfolded. Made known. The secret has been brought forth. Revealed. In the day that the Son of Man will be revealed, the world will be in a Sodom condition. We've got it, haven't we? Amen. How many believe that? Amen. It's in a Sodom condition. That's exactly right. Look where it's set now. Remember, there's always three groups of people and every bunch of people together. That's make-believers, unbelievers, and believers. We have them in every group. They've had them at all times. There was the Sodomites. There was, there was the Lotites. And there was Abraham. The Abraham was a called out group. He wasn't in Sodom to begin with. Now watch their message. They've been looking for a promised son. Looked for it for years. God had showed Abraham many great signs and wonders. But here God came down himself like a man. You see, that was an angel. Abraham called him Lord, capital L-O-R-D. Any reader of the Bible knows that that capital L-O-R-D is L-O-M. In the beginning... God, Lord God, Elohim, the all-sufficient one. Abraham called him Lord God, Elohim. And I noticed there was two people that went out into Sodom with a message. And they preached to the Sodomites. They did perform nothing but blinded them, which preached the gospel does blind the unbeliever. But watch what kind of a sign the Abraham group received. Now, we are supposed to be the royal seed of Abraham. Isaac was the natural seed, but the faith seed... The faith in the promised word, the promised word, don't miss it, was that royal seed. That was the seed, Abraham's faith. Amen. We be dead in Christ where Abraham's seed, heirs with him, according to the promise. Notice, when all that was taking place down in Sodom, there was two ministers down there preaching with a great message. There's one set up here with Abraham's group that didn't fool with that group down there. Amen. And what's the one that stayed with Abraham's group? What kind of sign he gave them? He said, I remember his name was Abram a few days before that. And it's S-A-R-R-A, not S-A-R-A-H, princess. And this man, with his back turned to the tent, the women then were different than they are now. They have to get out and get their husband's business and everything else. You know, but they didn't do it then. They stayed back behind. So, they, uh, so the angel sitting there, the messenger, and he said, uh, Abraham, where is your wife, S-A-R-A-H, Sarah? How do you know it? How did he know it? Abraham said, she's in the tent behind you. He said, I'm going to visit you according to the time that I promised you. Amen. I'm going to visit you. And Sarah kind of laughed to herself. With his back to the tent, he said, why did Sarah laugh? Amen. Saying, how can these things be? If she hadn't been in Abraham, his bride at that time, God would have slayed her. So would we today with all of our unbelief if we wasn't in Christ. Amen. That holds us right there. He couldn't hurt, take Sarah without hurting Abraham. 
And so, remember, Jesus said, as it was in the days of Sodom, so shall it be at the coming of the Son of Man. We see everybody agree that the world's in a Sodom condition. I picked up a Los Angeles paper here not long ago and said, I think it's uh, homosexuals on the increase of 20 or 30 percent in Los Angeles, each year increasing that much. Yes, oh, it's horrible. In our government network, everything's just become a pervert. Right. The whole thing, the whole system, church and everything else is perverted. It's in a perverted age. Now, I want to ask you, theologians, something, my brethren. Not that I'm speaking against you, my dear brother. I'm here to help you, brother. I'm here to stand on what God's word says is right. Hold your hand and bring this crowd of people out of this stuff. Right? But look here. We never have had a messenger down in Sodom before that his name ended with the H-A-M till now had a Spurgeon, a Wesley, a Luther, and everything else, but never an international West, uh, messenger that is named in with H-A-M before. Right? Amen. G-R-A-H-A-M. Six letter. G-R-A-H-A-M. Billy Graham. That noted advances. Great work of God. A man is sent from God. He's got that justification down so pat he shakes a nation with it. See? Okay. There's not... Look at Oral Roberts in the Pentecostal denomination. When was there ever one like that? Six letters, not seven. Abraham's A-B-R-A-H-A-M, seven. Billy Graham's G-R-A-H-A-M, six. Now look at the messengers. Look at the time we're setting. Never was a time in history. Look at the same signs that he promised would be given to each group. Look where they're at. Amen. Same exactly, positionally set right in order. Nature, the world, everything, setting right exactly to the time. Now don't miss it while we sketch the rest of this scripture quickly now because I'm holding you too long. Call. Looky here. And according to the prophet, he came just exactly to the word, just exactly to the time. Now look at the age now where we're living. Aren't we living right in that Sodom time? Watch the messenger to Abraham's group. Watch the numbers, letters, and the numerology of his name. You say there's nothing in a name. Don't you never let anybody tell you that. Why did he change Abraham's name to Abraham? Amen. Sarah to Sarah. Amen. Why did he change... Uh, uh, Simon to Peter and all those other see sure it is Amen. exactly that's the reason I say don't ever call your child Ricky or Elvis or something Elvis means cat Ricky's a rat see <laughs> when you say that's exactly right less or something don't you never call one of your child children if it is change it right quick people don't you know you, if you believe me to be God's servant don't tack that name on that poor child no sir give him another name besides that mine I already got off on that because I thought of my subject, but I said it and it's all over. I, that's why you do. You don't know when you say it. See? Call him for a fortune teller, a devil of Beelzebub, and said he made himself God. Oh, my. Didn't Isaiah the prophet said he would be called the mighty God? Isaiah 9, 6. Unto us a child is born, a son is given. And the government should be upon his shoulders. His name shall be called Counselor, Prince of Peace, Mighty God, the Everlasting Father. That's right. Also, St. John 1, 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. you believe that? He was just not, he was a prophet, but he's more than a prophet. He was a God prophet. Why did he have to come? Remember, he comes in three sons' names. He came first in the name of the Son of Man. He never called himself the Son of God. You know that. See, he came in the Son of Man, a prophet. Jehovah himself, the Father, called Jeremiah, Son of Man. A prophet is Son of Man. He come, Now, He come, after the day of Pentecost, he come back in the form of the Holy Ghost, supernatural spirit, 
Now he's son of God. Amen. In the millennium, he'll be son of David, sitting up on the throne of David. See, he comes, he's son of God, son of man, son of David. All the Bible's full of these nuggets. We can't get them all in one night. But it's just fitting to set this now. Tomorrow may never dawn. We may be gone before tomorrow. I may be preaching to a person who'll be dead before in the morning. I could be gone before in the morning. Brother, sister, that's not myth. That's actual facts. We don't know what time we're going. You'll not have any chance after that last breath leaves your body. Make it right now. Don't wait till in the morning. May be too late. Notice, now, they had done to him just exactly what the prophets said they would do. Just as they are doing to this very same day in the latest CNH, age, if you want to look at it, read Revelation 3, blind, naked, and don't know it, turning Christ, when he begins to reveal himself into the seed form again, the same one that went in the ground, come back to be the bride, just the bride and the groom that's the same flesh and blood, the same ministry, the same things, doing just exactly what he done. Amen. The Spirit... And here they're impersonating and doing everything else. And each one's got his book running. And this, oh, you never hear such sensations. And I smell a devil and all this, that. This is unscriptural as it can be. Amen. And the genuine thing laying right there before them. They walk away. They don't belong to my organization. My, my, see, just blind leading the blind. Won't they all fall into this? Blinded by man's denominational traditions. They put him out of their church as God said they would do in Revelation 3. As usual, as prophesied. Notice how Jesus made himself known to these disciples. Now, and we'll close. These two disciples, Cleopas, uh, rather, and his friends. Now, we're in the resurrection, the morning after the resurrection, the first resurrection. What a beautiful morning. Jesus is up from the dead and living among his people. What a beautiful thought. He's here the same today as he was that day. Because he's the same yesterday, today, and, for, and revealing himself more today than he has in any other age since that day. Come through the wheat and stalk and shuck. It's all past now. We're into the wheat again. See, we're back into the grain. Known as... Watch how he made himself known to these people. Now remember, as their Messiah, just before we close, of the promised word of the age. Notice, he appeared unto to the... To, as he has said, he due to the prophets. Notice, fools and slow of heart to believe that all the prophets has wrote of him. Had to be fulfilled. Watch it. He refers right back to the Word of God. He never come right out and told him, Don't you know me? I am the Messiah that's resurrected. He never said that. Amen. See, he just gave him the scripture like John did, the rest of us. They have to pick that out themselves. Amen. They have to judge for themselves. Now don't go to sleep. Judge for yourself. Amen. Fools! Slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have said had to come to pass. What a rebuke to them to claim they knew him. Amen. Notice how he approached the subject. He never come right out, as I said a few minutes ago, and said, Well, don't you know I'm your Messiah for this age? Don't you know what I'm he? The real servant of God never identifies himself that way. Amen. The scripture identifies who he is. Amen. But call their attention to what the prophets had said to look for in the Messiah's age. See it? Go right back. Fools and slow of heart not to believe that all the prophets said about the Messiah should come to pass. He and John let the word of the Bible identify him what he was to them. 
that should be made plain enough. If the Word had identified Him, that should be plainly. Who the promise was, is looking at, they know he had, someone had to come on the scene at that time. Well, he said, now let me show you what the Word says is supposed to happen in this day. Am not I tonight trying to tell you word by word, even to the position, the place, the names, the numbers, everything else, and all the signs, times, and everything that were right here to end time? Surely you can see what I'm talking about. No, that's so plain it should need no more identification. He said when he was here on earth, search the scriptures. And then you think you have eternal life there. What they testify what I am, see, who I am. Notice, he began with Moses, the prophet. A prophet, Deuteronomy 18.15, I'm watching scriptures here. Deuteronomy 18.15, Moses said, The Lord your God, see, God spoke to him on top of the mountain and all my the thunder. And they said, let, let, the Lord, let Moses speak, not God, lest we perish. He said, they said, well... I won't speak to him no more like this, but I'll raise him up a prophet. And that's been his message all the way through. That's what's got to settle the whole thing at the end. It's just got to because the word of the Lord has to come to the prophet. It's the only thing it can come to. If it don't, it breaks God's word and makes him tell something wrong. It'll never go to a seminary. It goes to a prophet. And the prophet is sent from God ordained. And how you know it is and not what the man says. We've had Elijah's and Cokes and everything else and mantles and all kinds of nonsense that went off in the organizationism and everything else. But there will come on this earth by God's promise a genuine servant of God identified by God by His word being answered this day that will set the bride in order a real little minority of the church and take it up. That's right. You'll introduce, behold, there is the one I talked about. See, that'll come. And all that the prophets had said about him and for this age, why, it sure would be uh, interesting to have heard him say that. Wouldn't you like to have heard him say it? All the prophets said about him. Remember, he said what the prophets would say about himself, quoting his own self. What he said, he was the word, quoting. Now let's listen to the words that he quoted. Would you like to hear what he said to him? Let's just carry their conversation now. Just before we stop. Now, they were briefed on all the late happenings, all the crucifixion of the story of the grave and the tomb and the women had seen him and another had said this seen him and so forth. He said they, they briefed him on that. And he goes right on with the word about uh, quoting himself through the word. Now, look, in Zechariah 12, he must have quoted Zechariah 11 and 12, for he was sold with 30 pieces of silver. Was not the Messiah supposed to be sold by 30 pieces of silver? In Psalms 41, 9, he was betrayed by his friends. Of Zechariah 13, 7, forsaken by his disciples. In Psalms 35, 11, accused by false witnesses. By Isaiah 35, uh, uh, 7, dumb before his accusers. Never opened his mouth. All right, sir. Isaiah 50 and 6, he was scourged. Psalms 22, uh, 22, he cried at the cross, My God, why hast thou forsaken me? All my bones they stare at me. They pierce my hands and my feet. Look at the prophecies he could talk about. Isaiah 9 and 6, Unto us a child is born, a virgin shall conceive, and so forth. And also in Psalms twenty-two eighteen, 18, they, they parted his garments among them. And Isaiah 7, 14, a virgin shall conceive. Psalms 22, 78, uh, uh, made it, uh, mocked by his enemies, He's supposed to be his friends, his enemies in the church. And Psalms 22, uh, again, he was, uh, not a bone was to be broken, but they pierced his hands and his feet. Isaiah 53, 12, died with malefactors. 
And Isaiah 53, 9, bruised and buried with the rich, brother. And Psalm 16, 10, he was uh, resurrected from the dead. David said, so I will not suffer my holy one to see corruption, neither will I leave his soul in hell. He is raised from the dead. Malachi 3, John the Baptist was his forerunner. And all the types he but went to, even to Isaac, uh, being the type of him up on, Mount, uh, up on the mount where uh, his father Abraham took him in Genesis 22. It was now that they began to see who had fulfilled these scriptures that was promised of that day. It was then, after it was late, they began to see, oh, well, wait a minute. You know what? They knew then that their crucified friend Jesus was that prophet that was promised. They knew because, see, they had been briefed on the scriptures. But here all these things are supposed to happen at the cross. All these things, slow of heart to understand all the prophets have said. How that the Messiah shall suffer and enter into his glory and raise the third day. Still they go, oh, that's right. I say, he, he, did our hearts burn within us? He said, no wonder their hearts burn. The prophecies that he was given that was fulfilled. Then they begin to understand that their friend, the man they'd eat with, talk with, associate with, fish with, laid in the woods. That that fulfilled every word of the promised hour. There it was. They had walked six miles. It seemed a very short time, I suppose. And they'd heard a six-hour sermon on vindicated prophecy. <laughs> a little longer than what we had tonight. It was now getting kind of late in the evening time. The evening lights had come. It's the same time now, church. The evening lights has come. Hebrews 13, 8. He's the same yesterday, today, forever. Oh, events made clear by prophets. The same as the evening I have promised by the prophet of God. And Zechariah 14 and 7 may again open the true believer's eyes to the events that's taken place today that's proved by the prophecies that we're at the end of. Jesus is coming. As we get towards the end of this episode, we end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for Thy Word, which has taught us that whoso ordereth his conversation aright, we shall be shown the salvation of our God. So Father, we know that even in our time, Sister Harry Wright spoke the right words, and that pleased You, and she witnessed the third pool and demonstration. We pray, Father, many times, we say so many things, and we have no, we take no thought for Father, maybe we've grieved your Holy Spirit many a times through our speech. May you forgive us of our iniquities and our transgressions and our sins. And Father, teach us to have more discretion over the words that we speak, that they may be encouraging and bringing others closer to you and honoring you in, in everything that we say. And let our yea be yea and our nay be nay. We thank thee for all these things in the name of thy Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. 
Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you. Shall we gather into song Our in That was the question that was asked one day We just want to be where we'll be called away The prophet answered the question He said it's been revealed to me I'll tell you where you should gather Just gather in Christ the King Up in Sabino Canyon The messenger was in prayer The sword of the king fell in his hand It was the word of God from the Son of Man The prophet answered the question He said it's been revealed to me I'll tell you where you should gather Just gather in Christ the King Now that we know where to gather Now that we know where to stay Let's strive each day to abide in Him So when the time comes, we'll be called away The prophet answered the question He said, it's been revealed to me I'll tell you where you should gather Just gather in Christ the King Just gather in Christ the King